Man, listen. First of all, forget these companies. Let me just say, <laughs> let me scream it into the microphone. Uh, uh, Chino XL. <laughs> yeah. Deep. Get you. Anybody want to be down with Reliant Energy? Forget you, too. You know what I'm saying? You want to be down with the mortgage company? Die slow. You know what I'm saying? Like Pop said. Listen, forget these companies, bro. The, uh, the main company you need to be focused on. After God and doing God's business, the next company you need to be focused on is whatever your name is, put incorporated behind uh, them. Yeah. Jamarcus Tram Incorporated. <laughs> yeah. Forget these companies, man. They don't need my few dollars. What up, what up? This is the Literacy Kings Podcast. My name is Corey Paul, rapper, creative, and entrepreneur. And I'm Jamarcus Traham, aka Jay with the NBA, investor and teacher. Hey, man, we grew up in a neighborhood with like a 40% dropout rate and didn't read a book until we was grown men. But once we did, it changed our lives. So now we're breaking down books to build up culture. We are the Literacy Kings. Now, reading is fundamental. What up, what up, what up? This is the Literacy Kings podcast where we break down books and build up culture. My name is Corey Paul, and I'm here with my homie Jay with the NBA. Jay, how you feeling, baby? Man, I'm feeling good, man. Waiting on that second stimulus, man. You know yeah, what I mean? still, Come on with it. Still, still, <laughs> still waiting on that 1200 on. I got plans on minding my own business with that <laughs> stimulus. <laughs> with that 1200 Hey, man, well, if you if you, if you you like Jay and myself, too, you know what I'm saying, waiting on that 1200 if it, if it come, ain't nothing like free money. You know what I'm saying? You know, because really, that's really what it is. You know what I'm saying? It, it, I say that because they just making it. They, they just printing it up. Like, they just, come on, man. <laughs> they, just, they printing it up. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if, if you feeling the same way, man, then you're in the right spot. Uh, we are in chapter, what's today? Chapter 8, lesson 8 uh, of Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, where we yes, breaking sir. it down. And today episode is fire because we're gonna get into the top ten. This is gonna be a top ten episode um, where if if Robert just had to tell you ten things, you know, uh, you was only gonna read one chapter. I think this might be that chapter because he kind of bringing it together. This is kind of the now what chapter. Now what do I do? Um, yeah, some of getting the things, started. Yeah, 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 yeah. And some of the things is um, you know uh, finding a reason that's greater than yourself using um assets yeah. to buy liabilities uh and um your associates you know the people you got around you you know um how, how valuable that is and so with that being said man we gonna just jump off the cliff and, and, and get straight into it uh jay let's do it baby let's do it let's get into it man um so the top 10 rules now this is Biggie got the the, the, the 10 crack commandments and i don't know <laughs> if that inspired robert or not you know what I'm saying? Hey man, you know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But Biggie had Biggie had the, the It might have cause this book came out in ninety seven. Mm, I see. think Biggie was out before then. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, might have, you never know. Yeah. Right, yeah. Probably uh probably clipped him. You know yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, got him on that. You know what I'm saying? So Robert got the top ten, man. So he start off with find a reason greater than reality. The power of spirit. That's the first one he starts with. Jay, you want to take it? Uh, yeah. Um, he starts off with uh, awakening your financial genius. Yeah. Right. Um, basically saying you need a reason why. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Right. Uh mm-hmm. 
it got it got me thinking about that you know that Gordon Gecko clip from Wall Street, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said, "This is your wake up call, pal. Yeah, go to yeah. work. Yeah, you know what up. I'm saying? Yeah, like uh, you need a reason why. So like Bud Fox and and, uh, and Wall Street, his reason why was because he wanted the lifestyle that Gordon had, hmm. that Gordon Gecko had. Like you know, Gordon sent him a limo with a little chick in it." You yeah. know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. the eating, ex- eating exclusive in restaurants, eating yeah. all kind of stuff that Bud wasn't privy to. He come from a blue collar family, so his right. reason why is because he wanted that lifestyle. Right. But then he ended up not liking Gordon's lifestyle once he got in. Once he started hanging around them and seeing how they are, they real sharks and cutthroat. He didn't mm-hmm. really like it. Right. He right. had a he had a moral compass. So <clears throat> you need to know why. Mm-hmm. Um. Why you want to be an investor? Like I can't tell you why. Corey can't tell you why. Uh, you have to. You have to figure that out with you and your creator. You mm-hmm. know uh, why you're on this path because you didn't get here by accident. Right. Right. And you right. need a. You need a reason why you need. You can use your children. That's why. Like my children uh, have made me sharper. Mm, you know facts. what I'm saying. Uh, you know facts. decision making skills because now. I'm, facts. Now I'm really trying to build generational wealth. You facts. know what I'm saying. Before them. For them, I just wanted to be cold. Yeah, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, he cold. Yeah, that's real. That boy yeah, cold real. with it. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But now, yeah, I have to pass it to him and I have to pass them uh, solid grade A assets. See, right. if I'm going to have generational wealth, it's going to be a grade A asset. It can't be no fly by night hustle. Because it ain't going really yeah, to them. Yeah, it ain't going to be there by the yeah. time they get to so, it. It's going to be gone. My children and my wife are why. And Robert, uh, he talks about, he talks about, you know, that why is what gonna get you through the hard times. He talks about this Olympian who woke, you know, uh, uh, um, she woke up at like you know four in the morning. You know what I'm saying? And, mm-hmm. and, and worked out swimming, for three yeah. hours. Yeah, go swimming even yeah. before she got mm-hmm. to it. And it was like, yeah, you know, it's hard, you know, and, and all of this. But she's like, uh, it's the love that gets you through the hurdles. You know what I'm saying? You know, you know, it's the love they get you through the hurdles and, and, and those sacrifices. You know, she ain't she ain't get up because she wanted to because it was just fun. You know what I'm saying? To wake up at four in the morning and go train is because the love that she had for what she was doing and, and, and for everything around it. Um, mm-hmm. And that's powerful because it's going to go wrong. It's, I guarantee you. So at some point, it's going to go, go wrong, wrong. first. Yeah, it's gonna go wrong <laughs> yeah, first. Yeah, that's I'm real. gonna be honest with you, <laughs> man. I'm go ahead and tell you the whole truth, <laughs> yeah, and nothing yeah. but the truth. And especially real. if you're gonna start your business, Robert even tell you he don't wish business ownership on nobody. Hey, like man. because starting a business, it's gonna go wrong first. It's gonna go wrong, go right? And, and you have, you have to, to have, have staying power, especially that first you year. There you you gotta go. have some staying power, bro. There you go. Oh, yeah. and, and we both use our kids. If you don't have kids, you guys, you know, it's a hundred other reasons. And the kids, not our kids alone, because we was trying to get something before we, you know. Ultimately, I feel like, especially because he talked about the spirit. And from my perspective, I believe that the ultimate reason why, uh, why you should want to um be the best at whatever you're doing is because i believe we image bearers of god you know what i'm saying and i believe that we got so much more in us than we know you know what i'm saying and so when you when you start believing that when you start believing man if i only see a two you know what i mean that's a fraction you know you know i could you know i could easily be a three tomorrow four or five and then ain't that's not one to ten that's one into you know what i'm saying you just keep it pumping (laughs) so yeah. yeah so i feel like that's the core reason is 
you an image bearer of God, you got so much more in you. Bro, let me, this is random. Dog, this blew my mind. I was I was listening to something and the, and the guy was talking about this medical company. And he was just talking about it. And I didn't know what he was saying. You know, it was one of them funny medical names. You know what I'm saying? And so I didn't know how to spell what he was saying because it could be a Z or an S or a C or whatever. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so I just typed it in how I thought I heard it. Bro, do you know Google pulled up the exact company that I was talking about? And here's the thing. I spelt it completely wrong. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I wasn't even close, dog. I spelled it like, you know, S-A-C-Z, whatever. And it was like Z-Y-da-da-da-da-da. But this is what it did. The algorithm must have saw what I was trying to say phonetically. phonetically. They know a Z and an S and a C. These Mm -hmm. make similar sounds. So based off of the sounds he's tr- that, that this would make and our information, this is the company. Bro, that that just blew my mind. And guess what, King? Guess what? That's how business is. That and that's you gotta why general I idea you, what you what you you got a general boom, idea of the boom, product boom, or boom, service boom, boom, boom. that you finna sell. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you it's not gonna go completely how you ha- how you envision. Always been my it's gonna experience. be slight different. Always I ain't know, I don't know nobody who company it, it went exactly the way I thought. No, ain't gonna happen. <laughs> a dog. lot of times the product that you didn't think was gonna be hot get hot. Yeah, the product that you yep. thought was gonna sell don't. Like every time you know? I release an album, bro, <laughs> it's never the song I think that's gonna be the most popular. That's the most popular. My favorite song is never the most popular. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just um that's just the game with that, man. So that's why it gotta be something deeper. That's all it come down to is it has to be something yeah. deeper. Going back to what you said, then I you know, we can move on or whatever. Um Robert says wants and don't wants. Mm. You know, uh in a previous chapter he said it as well, like I don't want to be a landlord. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to fix toilets. I don't want to do this. Your wants and your don't want should encourage you. Right. Both of them should. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and his example was, you know, I don't in real estate. I don't want to fix toilets either. So I found a good property management company that right. I use. Right. So right. you know what I'm saying? He used the wants and don't wants to make you better. Well, I don't want my children to grow up. In poverty, like me, exactly. Um, exactly. Uh, I want them to become managers earlier in life than me. Exactly. exactly. So I'm gonna build the assets, and while I'm still living, teach them the management of the assets. They pick up the torch, continue to grow either my assets or they can grow their own. Exactly. I taught them how to manage it. Exactly. And from there, um, I, I, you know, they. They'll the rest will be on their own. I'm franchising myself as far as asset management right, for my right, children. Right, 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 um, right. That's good. I also I so I don't want my children to be in poverty. I don't want the generational wealth curse. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want generational poverty for them. Mm-hmm. But what I do want, I want to be the biggest donor that my church has ever had. Yeah, yeah. That's another motivating <laughs> factor. Yeah. I mean for me, I want to be the biggest donor like yeah. they've ever had. That's I've already asked the finance lady, uh, what's the good <laughs> what's the biggest donor? For? I already asked them. Who you gunning for? <laughs> and I'm going for it, bro. That's real. That's real. Yeah, because it's the Deuteronomy eight and eighteen. You know, yeah. God gave us the ability to create wealth to establish his covenant. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's my that's my that's my motto. Like yeah. that's what keep me going. 
I love it. I love it, bro. Well, that goes. That's my why. They go straight into the. Uh, we can go straight into number two with that. Um, make daily choices. The power of choice. Oh, oh boy. The oh boy. power of choice. <laughs> Uh, you gotta choose daily, bro. Every you day. cause Just your like slack day is gonna your slack day is gonna come back to hunt you. Like you gotta mm-hmm. choose daily. And if it could be incremental if you choose daily, bro, you can do two percent a day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and in 10 days, you got it 20, 20% done. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. you just yep. got to choose daily. Even if it's 1% or 2%, bro, you have yep. to. Yep. Robert say, financially, with every dollar we get in our hands, we hold the power to choose our future. To be rich, poor, or middle class. Our spending habits reflect who we are. Poor people simply have poor spending habits. Bro, I... Not, on ahead. top of that... It, it, what he's saying is true, um, because you know I showed you that hundred dollar bill from the uh, six, from the eighteen hundreds or whatever. It said the same thing. Every yeah. dollar you have, I, that's my version of it. Every dollar you mm-hmm. have can either maintain you, mm-hmm. enslave you, or free you. Mm-hmm. That's my version of it. But um, not only do poor people have uh, poor financial habits, but they were those were passed down. Like I said yes. in the previous episode, it's generational. So. Um, first of all, you gotta realize they're a poor spending head. Mm-hmm. Right? You mm-hmm. gotta zoom out of your. You gotta kind of have an outer body. Getting out of poverty, you gotta have like an outer body, outer body experience. experience. Yeah, that's real. you know what I'm saying. You, you gotta really get do. out. You yep. step outside yourself and be like, okay, I'm in this, but why? Yep. You know what I'm saying. Yep. And then from there, look at my daily choices because I can't do nothing about my mamas. Uh, at at some, I, I, I gotta. Ch- hey, my mom. We was born in CUNY homes. I, like projects. I gotta. I gotta save myself now. Okay, yeah. cool. And, and then while you're learning, you tell mom, "Hey, mama, this is what I'm doing. This is how the, the, the growth that you see in me." And pray to God that they adapted a little bit. If not, come back. I'm saving when you get on. Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, right, right. But exactly. you have to apply yourself daily because, if anything, just for the habit of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to yeah. work on Jamarcus Incorporated daily. What am I doing for? Because you working for the man, mm-hmm. you working for the government, or if you with a, if you a nonprofit type of worker, you working for someone else. Mm-hmm. Eight to eight to ten, sometimes twelve hours a day. Mm-hmm. Did you apply yourself with a daily choice to work for your own corporation to mind right. your own business? Right, right. But right. if you would give yourself an hour a day, mm-hmm. you can get them eight. Mm-hmm. If you yeah, give yourself yeah, an, yeah. yeah. If you give them, if you give yourself an hour a day, you'd be surprised. Like, and you just go hard that hour just for self. Like, it could be reading to to sharpen your mind. It could be watching YouTube videos, jotting down notes. If you give yourself an hour a day, you'd be surprised where you at. Bro. And that daily choice. It'll go. It'll take you far. And to to encourage uh, encourage our listeners. I know one of the things that's helpful for myself, and I bet I can speak for Jay too, is as you know, if you listen to our podcast, you know we believers. Um, and one of the things that helped me a lot, like even in in believing in God, believing in Jesus, the whole reason why it really the selling point for me, because I'm still I'm not coming, I'm coming, I'm straight out the streets. You know what I'm saying? We ain't grew up in church. <laughs> when boys selling me about God and stuff, all I can do it compared to the, you know the block. The selling point for me though was I knew, like I was at the point where I knew, 
Man, it's too much. Lil Baby said it. He say, uh, it's been this been going on too long to get even. You feel what I'm saying? Like, like right. you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's been going on too long to get even. And, and, and that's past. So anyway, I saw the hopelessness of where I grew up and my my people and myself and just, oh man, it's nasty out here. So you can see it in that face. You can see it, bro. So when you ask, you know, my mama, my cousins, my un- my uncles, my aunties, how can this be fixed? It, it's just overwhelming. So the closest thing we think about is throwing money at it. So but when I heard about God and Jesus saving the world and salvation and heaven, because this is just a warm up before the race, all of this, this verbiage that led to this is how we can have true peace and joy and freedom and treasures here that can scale before we just mm-hmm. get our bread up. That was the selling point for me. And that made me kind of lean in. You feel me? So... You know, chopping that all the way down to what we're talking about now is when you talk about it from a financial aspect, the second that you start to believe that your financial IQ can open you up. You know, I know you got critical. I know you got loans. I know you got carno. I know you got mortgage. I know, and it's just like, say, man, you know what I mean? But if you buy into the belief that your financial IQ, right, um, can help you get to a point to where you debt free, then in a financial space, you kind of look at it along the lines of, in my, for me, in a spiritual space, the spiritual space, we know. God is already doing the thing and I am coming alongside of that thing. Right. Uh, what we say, he can do more with a moment than we can do in a million years. Right. So right. the same thing is once you, you know, you tie that the first thing of spiritually being intact, the understanding is you raise your financial IQ. Cause that's what Robert even talks about. It, even if you right. got no money, you can go learn some stuff. You start raising Correct. your financial IQ. You should do IQ. that first anyway. First thing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you raise that financial IQ and you believe in, um, uh, what is it? Faith is the assurance of the things uh, that we that we uh, hope, for. hope for. And hope for be- evidence of things e- unseen. Evidence of things unseen. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, you know, uh, we dropping the whole sermon on y'all in the first 10 minutes. But, <laughs> but <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're just keeping it G. Like, that's really what it's gonna take. You really gotta believe, man. Yeah, a number one and number two go together. You need a why. You need a purpose greater than yourself, and um, you need that if you're gonna apply yourself daily. See, if Facts. you don't have no purpose, I think that's why Robert started off with that as number one. Because yeah. if you don't got no purpose, it's gonna be I, you could easily slack off, bro. Especially with social media, man. Especially like you could just spend all day on there. Easy, um, easy. Like so. What's your purpose? Your purpose is going to keep you on the ground every day. Um, that's why in the service, they teach you mission first. Because mm. that's going to get you out of bed and keep marching. You know mm. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and you need that in your you need that in your personal corporation when you're minding your own business. When you're trying to get free. What, what, what am I doing? Am I trying to get free? What am I trying to do for? You got to keep marching. Because you only got a limited amount of time. Yeah. And if you don't make daily choices, bro, you're gonna get, you you probably run out of time before you get everything accomplished that you want. Exactly, exactly. Um, the only other things so, Robbie really say in there, uh, he talk about arrogance. You know what I'm saying? Just basically, hey man, mm-hmm. don't think you know it all. We talked about that last episode. Don't think you know it all. You're the smartest person in the room. And basically, if you listen to this podcast and you're reading a the book, then arrogance is not a problem of yours because you're saying, hey, I don't know it. I need to, you know what I'm saying? I need some game. So if you're listening, that really don't apply to you in the grand scheme of things. Um, um, 
Yeah, so what you do with your time and money, as far as daily choices, what you do with your time and what you do with your money. And um, he said invest in invest first in education. He also said make mistakes, right? Yeah. To fully, and as a teacher, this is what I'm going to tell you. <clears throat> education system is horrible when it comes to like, Telling the kid, oh no, that's not the that's not the right answer, right? Mm. Some teachers are good about it. I encourage mistakes mm. because the person that's making the mistakes in my class tend to be the smartest kids because they are the ones that are trying and they are the ones that just trying to do it independently of me. And that's how mm. they got the mistake in the first place. Mm. So all I gotta do is guide them. Yeah, yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? That's good. See, if you out there making mistakes. Then all you need is a little guidance when you realize something went bad. Okay, right. you go back and reanalyze it. You look at it. Okay, or I need to sharpen my uh, my my skills on this particular thing because this went went wrong. Mm. But if you ain't never make the mistakes in the first place, you ain't got you ain't never gonna have no context to pull from when it comes to getting better. Right, right. That's good. That's good. That's powerful. Um, number three, number three, choose friends carefully. The power of mm. association. The power of association. Um, <laughs> man, so a couple things real quick. So, uh, one, one, you have to, you can't trust yourself, right? Like, 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 when you are, this is my belief, when you are in a new place, a new space, if I don't know nothing about money and I'm trying to start learning, I can't trust my old habits of money management. Maybe I got some of it mm. right, but I probably got a lot of it wrong. So mm. what I got to do is find a source I believe in, you know what I'm saying? And then start seeing, okay, how we rocking, you know what I mean? And then let that be my reflection, you know, as I learn and grow. With that, when you start to get into a new space, you know what I'm saying? Or where you are and what you're trying to do. The people you have around you, the people you've been around, the people that you normally associate with, um, they may not always line up. You know what I'm saying? They, <laughs> they, they may not, they may not line up. And your kind of core, especially if you keep the GDs, the homies, whatever, your core of what you you can't trust yourself. What have my dog? Let me do. You gotta look at what you're trying to do. You gotta look at where you're trying to go. And it it, it ain't a bad thing. If Jay my dog But if Jay my dog And part of him being my dog is You know what I'm saying He always want to go out to eat To the fan He always want to pop a those You know what I'm saying <laughs> Or go to Houston's <laughs> Or Eddie V's Or you know what I'm saying Every time you know He want Hey man they pull up on me You know what I'm saying And you know When the J's come out He want to grab a pair And he pressuring me I need to get a pair Or whatever Jay my dog but Jay is not good for my financial help, man. He not good for my well-being, <laughs> man. You know what I'm saying? And so I can't just be like, yeah, my dog, so I'm rocking with it. I have to start looking at that. You feel what I'm saying? And seeing, oh, hold on. Is this conducive? You know what I mean? And, and, and start managing those relationships. I ain't going to cut my dog off necessarily. But you got to start managing. Because I look up and be like, hey, why my bank account looks so crazy? I thought I'd been good every time. <laughs> Papa those. You know what I'm saying? True looks. Uh, lot, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, this <laughs> boy, they ran up. <laughs> he done ran up a tab on me because you feel me? Yeah. 
Uh, it's probably because I'm gonna write it off. On my <laughs> yes, he, 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 yeah. he out with a client. He out with a client. <laughs> yeah, uh, client appreciation dinner. Uh, yeah. Hey, but but you know that's real. And and let me let's 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 switch to our people because power of association. So what Robert said is, yeah, you know, he had rich friends. He have uh, friends that's not rich. He had, mm-hmm. you know. He had friends that have devoted themselves to a life of poverty. Matter of fact, Robert's mm, sister. That's hard. Robert's sister is a, a religious advisor. Like, because her mom, they grew up real religious. Mm. So she had, he wrote a book with his sister, and she's more of a spiritual person. Like, he, so he's saying, like, I have people that I, that are in, in my friend circle that, are not capitalists they're not going after mm-hmm, the bag mm-hmm, all the time mm-hmm. and 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 that's okay and he still learns from them mm-hmm. so this is what we need to do as our people when you on your entre- entrepreneurship grind i'm gonna tell you the truth you need to hang around entrepreneurs facts because uh, that energy from them Facts. You need to hang around. It's gonna bounce off them, and y'all might not even be in the same industry. Y'all might not be competing against each other or having the same similar products or service. Sometimes you can. Some like I, I got some uh, tax clients, bookkeeping clients, whatever, uh, whatever, and um, I got them from some of my friends. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm, that's doing mm-hmm. tax, taxes, bookkeeping, or whatever. So I got some friends that I cool. Okay, you know, we might see each other at a conference or something. Whatever that industry called for, or whatever. So you'll have them, but then having entrepreneurship, entrepreneur friends in general is great for you if you're gonna be an entrepreneur. It keeps that freshness going. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, yep. It just keep it. It just keep you going, especially because when you're an entrepreneur, man, it's gonna be some things that's gonna tear at your spirit, and you're gonna be like, you're gonna feel like quitting. Mm-hmm. And uh, so choose your friends carefully. Do not choose a majority of your friends that are employees if you're an entrepreneur mindset right it's not, not gonna work yeah because look look if i got a question about finance or anything dealing with money or real estate i'm gonna pick up the phone i'm gonna call jay you know what i'm saying that like that's that's what i go to you know what i'm saying to, to talk to ask him about that right if i got a question about maybe something dealing with the music industry i'm gonna pick up the phone and call uh my homie rick you know what I'm saying? Like, cause he's more in the music industry. You feel what I'm saying? Right. That don't make right. Jay better, Rick better. What I mean, I'm gonna take what I have to the right person. And so, you know, when you start growing, your dog may not be the person to talk to. Robert saying the book, warning, don't listen to poor or frightened people. You know what I'm saying? Mm, so the poor correct. You feel me? So the frightened part is a lot of our people. You know what I'm saying? A lot of our people, we be They're probably in your family. Say, man. We be terrified. <laughs> we be terrified, bro. You know what I'm saying? Cause we came up with nothing. You know what I'm saying? We came My up mama with nothing. One of the most terrified people I know. Say, man, that poverty mindset. Yeah, the poverty mindset. Yeah, and I don't blame her. If I look at her yeah, life, bro, I understand exactly why she bro, she the way she is. Exactly. And you need and let me tell you why you need that person. You need that person as a hedge. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like you don't necessarily listen to you don't necessarily go with what their person's saying, but you use it as insurance. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I, like I, I protect myself better by listening to the people who um who have the the mindset who come from 
poverty-stricken environments, it'll help you protect yourself more because they're more of a preservation of capital type people. Like, right, pre- right, baby, right. you work hard. You work hard. You got to preserve what you have. Just do that. Yeah, that's good. So, that's good. Listen to them for insurance purposes. Yeah, but you listen to your entrepreneur friends for growth there you go that's all it need to be so said you put both of them together that's yeah. all it need to be said and <laughs> and and robert goes into it um excuse me robert goes into it because he talks about like you know the hardest thing he would say i would say one of the hardest things about wealth building is to be true to yourself and not to be willing to go along with the crowd right uh he says basically that um you don't you know and a lot of times a lot of times when you're investing the most profitable investments are not going to be the most popular investments, right? Don't go with the crowd unless you plan on getting slaughtered. There you go, right? I'll be honest with you because the crowd show up way too late. Way too late, right? You have way too late. You have what they call um, you got the the origin people, right? You got the people at the at the origin of when something is happening. They're the first people. They're the creators and the people that are uh, around the creators. You know what I mean? In those degrees mm-hmm. of separation. Then you have the early adapters. You know what I'm saying? These are people that hear about it. They mm-hmm. ain't into it. It ain't public yet. They just already into this kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. they find this company, the early adapters, right? And then you got that mid-range of the people that uh, once the early adapters get it popping, maybe it's a little popularity. You got the mid-range of people who uh, who understand about it, you know? And then that mid-range once they start rocking with it, that's when it get blown up to the masses. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the way that right. that steps is, the further away you get from the origin, the less profitable it's going to be. Right? So, if, yeah. if you go and you take a stock, you take Apple stock, you go, the earlier you know about Apple, you know what I'm saying? The more profitable it would have been to invest. Bro, my uh, I always tell this story. My um my uh father-in-law, smart man, super smart man. He's very cautious though. Long story short, bro, that dog, he had Apple stock in like 93, 92? What? Apple stock. What? Like like for real Apple stock, like 92, 93 or something like that. Whoa. Cause he into man. all of that. You know what I'm saying? He 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 in the he had one of the early Apple computers. Anyway, then them will start running up before the whole you know before you know night the, the the mid to late nineties because of the dot com. So he bro he didn't somersaulted his money triple quadruple. It's going crazy mm. to the point where he like uh. Simone Biles with the bag. Say man, <laughs> say man. So he like man, I gotta get out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like this 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 <laughs> I gotta get out. And he sold it, man. He sold it, bro. And uh, now <laughs> he like looking back on that. That was a terrible, <laughs> that was a terrible idea. But you know what you gonna do? You know what I'm saying? But anyway, th- that's what I'm saying is that when you around, if I'm around my partner that's not an entrepreneur, we stand on this for a while because right. our community that we grow, oh that yeah, we that's in, big enough. That's big. Yeah. Like it ain't a bunch of us trying to get it like that. So, cause we don't know. It wasn't me. You know what I mean? So, if you got, if I got an idea or something, my homie that's scared or don't know no better, he just gonna be like, "Hey man, you are you got five racks and you trying to do what with it, boy? You tripping? You might want whatever." But if I'm talking to an entrepreneur, or somebody like Jay, he gonna say, "Okay, what you trying to do? Okay, what's whatever? Hmm, man, how much you want to put? How much you got? I double it." 
You know what I'm saying? He gonna look at the right. <laughs> he'll look at the big picture of it. You feel me? And so not if you ain't got it. them people, the ones that's telling you, nah, nah, that's too scary. You gonna start listening, man. Man, they trip. I'm tripping. Let me put my money in my pocket. You know. Here's why I don't do that. I don't tell anybody no anymore, hmm. unless it's just retarded yeah yeah like, yeah yeah me. you know you're not as an educator i'm not supposed to say retarded yeah you know? yeah so yeah okay that's that right back. politically it's not, <laughs> it's not politically okay yeah unless your idea is like the worst Ill. thing ever I'm like, just boy yeah. no yeah. man yeah. no yeah um i and which that's rare because i didn't see people make stuff work that wasn't supposed to work hey Big why facts. you made that boy you made that work how Big is that facts. supposed to work Remember the Snuggie? Um, Remember the Snuggie? Yeah. <laughs> I would have laughed you out the room. That's why I never I never tell anybody, you know, I, what I do, really, because I'm greedy. I <laughs> pick their brain and I ask themselves, <laughs> what is their thought behind it? Yeah. Because yeah, everybody, yeah. the information is the, the uh, is a huge commodity. Yeah. And, and they might have information that you don't have. Yeah. So you ask them, well, what you like about it? Yeah, that's good. You know what I'm saying? That's good. That's, that's a way better question. Always, Robert, go back to what Robert say. Always ask questions before you uh, give statements. Yeah, you know that's what I'm good. saying. That's ask good. a question. What, what do you like about it? Yeah, you know, like me, like me and me and Corey, I throw startups at Corey all the time. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at this company. Mm-hmm. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? And sometimes he like, hey man, that's good. Or sometimes he be like, uh, I would think about this. I would think about that. Either way it go, I win. Right, he right. Encur- <laughs> right. He either encouraging right. me, like, yeah, bro, you should do it, or he giving me something else to analyze. Either way it go, I'm a win, bro. Facts. Facts. <laughs> I love it. All right, we had to take a second for that one because that's that's everything. Number four, master a formula and then learn a new one. The power of learning quickly. Um, that's good. I mean that's 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 really st- self uh explanatory, but you know just to understand it what he's saying is you you know basically you're gonna become what you study you know what i'm saying like like oh yeah you, you're gonna become whatever you study and whatever you uh uh spending your time um with right and so he said robert says the dominant formula i see in the world is that everyday millions of people get up go to work earn money pay bills balance a checkbook uh uh, you know this was wrote back in the day balance the checkbook uh, bottom mutual funds and go back to work um, this mm-hmm. is the basic formula a basic recipe one formula yeah and so he's saying you know that's the that's the that's the like circle you know what I mean and so mm-hmm. and so you look at your formula what's your formula your every day like do you do the same thing every day you know what I'm saying um, have you mastered any of the things you do every day are there things you are they things you want to master right so if they are things you want to master you know master some to the best of your ability then move on so that five years from now you got tools on your belt you know i feel like that's in Mm -hmm. essence what he's saying with with number four let me uh let me uh add some baking soda yeah yeah Um, (laughs) stretch it out different recipes bake different loaves of bread Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, so he was comparing it to um, a baker. If you only got one recipe, you only can make one type of bread. That's it. If That's it. if you got different recipes, you can make different bread. Now, literally, you can make different bread with different recipes. And you not only that, but in our case, you can rev up your bread making. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? By changing the recipe, altering mm-hmm. the recipe, mm-hmm. double this, triple that. You know what I'm saying? Add three fourths cups of flour instead of one fourth. Like yeah, yeah, um, yeah. If you change the recipe, the result of the recipe gonna change. Yeah. So when I talk to people about budgeting, I ask them first, what are they doing? Mm-hmm. What What are they mm-hmm. currently doing? Mm-hmm. And how do you want to accelerate it? And how much do you want to accelerate it? Yeah. So like, <clears throat> um, I have uh, most people do the 10, 10, 80 budget. 10% to God, you know, if you're a believer, 10% savings, save 80. Mm-hmm. Uh, 80 or 80% 80. is for expenses. Yeah. 80% is expenses, right? So that's okay, but that's only going to get you comfortable, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, secure. There's no growth in that. But if you do 10, 10, 10, 70, like I, you know, I posted a video about that. Well, that 10 God, 10 savings, 10% for investing for growth, mm-hmm. and then 70% on your bills. You're changing the recipe, so you're going to bake different bread. Right. You see right, what I'm saying? Right, 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 that, right. Th- that 10% for growth either going to go towards assets or mm-hmm. debt reduction. That's good. So either way it go, you're going to come out with a better financial situation than what you already were. Right, right, see, right, See, that, right, that right. changing the formula... It is gonna change how the bread bread comes out, how the bread is produced. That's beautiful. That was poetry right there, baby. That's good. (laughs) Number five, pay yourself first. The power of self discipline. (sighs) Pay yourself first. The power of self discipline. I so we talked about this before. I'm not gonna spend too much time on it, Jay. You can say something on it if you want to, because we talked about it before. All I'm gonna say is this. It's, it's, it's a hard concept to understand if you've never done it before. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, when he talks about paying yourself first, it's a hard concept to understand, but it's so important because you're the only one working for you at the end of the day. You know what I'm saying? So if at the end of the month, you're always coming up short, nothing magical is probably going to happen. I know we're waiting on that stimulus check. You know what I'm saying? But, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But that's, that's one check. You know what I'm saying? Nothing magical going to happen. So every 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 month you running $500 behind, you're going to just stay being $500 behind and then it compounds. So you got to flip that and start taking a certain amount and going, okay, how can I grow this? So where I'm now I'm only 400 behind because I took my 100 to 200, whatever, and flipped it. Now I'm 300. Now I'm da 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 Now you didn't took your money, had your money go to work for you. And now you're not running a de- deficit no more. So that's why it works, because you're the only one gonna work for you. All right, let me uh let me get some. <laughs> you know, I'm about to get you, but I'm finna go in on this because I actually do it. Like, no, for yeah. real. Yeah. Like I actually uh pay myself first. I didn't always do it. And there are times where it get rough and I might not pay myself first this month. So I got gaps. So I'm still, me, myself, I'm still working on consistency. But boy, do I see the difference from when you do. I'm Man, listen. First of all, forget these companies. Let me just say, let me scream it into the microphone. Uh, uh, Chino XL. <laughs> yeah. Deep. Forget you. Anybody want to be down with Reliant Energy, forget you too. You know what I'm saying? You want to be down with the mortgage company, die slow. You know what I'm saying? Like Pop said. Listen, forget these companies, bro. The, uh, the main company you need to be focused on 
after God and doing God's business, the next company you need to be focused on is whatever your name is, put Incorporated behind them. Jamarcus Tram Incorporated. <laughs> yeah. Forget these companies, man. They don't need my few dollars. They making billions per, per quarter. And here's the thing. I'm going to give you your money. Yeah. I'm just going to pay me first. first. Yeah, yeah. Why? Yeah. Because my, my, my sanity is based on my financial situation i'm not looking at y'all quarterly statements right right I'm looking right, at right, mine right, right right so if my quarterly statements ain't getting better fam then that's gonna lead me through depression i can't come up soon as i get my money i got more i got more month than i got money you know what i'm saying <laughs> no fam i'm not going for it fam so look no but that's real though because our people in our culture we've been we come from low self-esteem environments we come from uh uh, not having self-discipline we come from low tolerance man for financial pressure we ain't got no tolerance like when man because we already got pressures in other aspects of our life thanks so we don't need financial pressure when we can't when we can avoid it right like if i got right. the money to pay the bill i'm gonna go ahead and pay the bill because mm-hmm. we got so much so much other pressure in life right no 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 robert teaching you use that pressure to make you better right see here's the thing if I'm paying myself 10%, my money going up every month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that 10% ain't that much of a deal. You can hustle an extra 10% of your income. Mm-hmm. If you just get on your ground, if you yeah. use your brain, you can come up with Uber, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If you got to Uber it, if you mm-hmm. got to do it, you can come up with that 10. But the thing is, your peace of mind go, go, going to go up. Because mm-hmm. you paying yourself and you literally watching your account rise. See, you're not watching the light company mm-hmm. rise mm-hmm. and they quarterly profits and mm-hmm. all that. You're not watching that. Mm-hmm. But if you start watching yours, your confidence. <laughs> Is gonna grow. Yep. You start yep. watching your if and then if you come up short, listen, like like you just said earlier, you you're five hundred short. What well, if you make a thousand dollars a month and you pay yourself a hundred, now you six hundred short. It ain't that much ain't that difference. Yep. Between yep. being five hundred down and six hundred down, you still down anyway. Yep. And now so you might as well pay yourself. Self, yeah, pay yourself. And and here's and I love and I agree with everything Jay said one hundred thousand percent. I just drop in this this jewel of clarity. But one of the things that's off taken about this when you like, well, man, I, how's that right? How's that? You 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 signed up. You said you got the credit card. You you spent the money and you told the people you was gonna pay the money back. So you paying yourself first and intentionally not paying them back. You know that's sometimes the the, the kind of mindset or argument I hear with it. But it's flawed. I didn't though. say I wasn't gonna pay it's them fl- back. <laughs> I didn't say I was gonna pay them back. I wasn't gonna pay them back. Right. Yeah. I, so the way it works is the better I do, the better they gonna do, right? The better I do, the mm-hmm. better they gonna do by getting their money. Here's the thing: I'm gonna say this and be done with it. As an example, you have a credit card, you owe, um, you know, what I'm saying a hundred dollars. You know, uh, say you got a thousand dollars on that card, and y'all agree a thousand dollars, and they charging you ten percent. You know, what I'm saying interest on that thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. They charge you ten percent interest on that thousand dollars, and that's what you paying. And at the end of your month, that you get zero in the account. You know what I'm saying? You save some money, you paid all your bills, you got zero in the account. You know what I mean? Every month, because you can't, you ain't got nothing left to invest. Well, then when that credit card company, whoever holding that card, they got a problem, they got this, they got that going on, whatever, and they need something, go ahead, bump up that interest rate. 
Because when you sign that paper, mm -hmm. it got a little fine print mm -hmm. that basically say, we can really do whatever we want to do with this interest rate at any point in time. Just so you know that. Pretty much. Feel me? Pretty so much. now, when they raise your interest rate from 10 to 12 or 13 or 14, now your monthly payments then increased. But hold on. You ain't got no money left over at the end. So how are you going to pay the increase? Right? Now you got... So that's what we think, because that is very possible that that can happen because we don't control how interest rates work and the economy works. So if you start paying yourself first and increasing your income, if something like that does happen, you in a better position to pay them anyway. You feel me? And so mm -hmm. it ain't even getting down to the fact that most of these companies, like Jay said, they they ain't, ain't no ain't no love. They ain't got no love for uh uh, uh Snoop Dogg in the West Side. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it ain't got to that all. point. You feel me? So don't yeah. pay them. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, watch them pull up. <laughs> Man, here's the thing man um not only that they play games the opposite direction they'll um they'll lower your payment when you start paying them too much yeah yeah <laughs> yeah, the yeah, other, yeah it's yeah. the other side of the spectrum yeah, see real. your monthly on your credit card if you got a high interest credit card, or if you got a high balance credit card your monthly payment will be let's say it's four hundred dollars right you got a super high i mean you're in the thousands on your credit limit right mm -hmm. Well, if you get them a hundred, two hundred more than your minimum payment, what they gonna do that? They do that for about two, three months. That next month, it ain't gonna be four hundred. Oh, it's only three hundred this month. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. They trying to. Yeah, they yeah. Trying to, they, they trying to. Yeah, man. <laughs> little, little soda. They didn't become. They didn't become billion yeah, dollar yeah, companies yeah, yeah, from playing yeah. fair, bro. They exactly. don't play fair, bro. So exactly. that's why I say forget these companies. And also, if you get to the end. And you don't have money left over, you're gonna be ready to get rid of them. Facts. See, if you short, Facts. if you short at the end of the month, you're gonna be tired of being short every month. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. See, the thing is, we short ourselves because we at because we short every month. That's good. Because we're not paying ourselves first. If we would pay ourselves first, we eating every month. I don't know about the rest of them foods, but I'm eating every month. <laughs> right. right. But I'm, I'm finna let me go ahead and clip these bros out let me clip them off mm -hmm. because i'm tired of paying for them and i'm tired of coming up short mm -hmm. we can accept we can accept a balanced budget if we've already paid ourselves in that balanced budget so it's much easier to pay yourself as an expense mm. like i don't have a choice because mm. we you in our community we used to paying bills anyway facts in our community we used to paying bills anyway so if we used to paying bills, put yourself as a bill nice. and put it as one of the first nice. bills you need to pay. Say that's, that's life changing. That's life changing. Let's go to number six because that's <laughs> life. I'm telling you what I know. I'm telling you, we telling you what we know. I'm tell you what bro. I do. It works yeah, exactly. You feel me? All right. Um, number six. It says, uh, "Pay your brokers well." The power of mm. good advice. So when he's saying pay your brokers well, he's talking about, you know, like real estate broker, uh, uh, financial, you know, uh, investment broker. A bro These are just people who work in the industry and they they do just what they, they say. They broker deals. You know, you're an investor. You want real estate. You get a, a real estate in, uh, broker to help you make that deal. You want to invest in stocks. You don't know what to do. You talk to a stock broker and they help you um, make that deal. And so um, I drop just a little bit because what I have to say, and then you can take it, Jay. So 
it, it's <clears throat> it all depends on who you are how you getting down and all of that right because you got right. you got two different trains of thoughts back in the day you had to have a broker for things you know if real real estate and stuff like mm-hmm. that uh and especially with stocks right. you had to go through a brokerage you know what i'm saying what no robin mm-hmm. hood you know so robert you know you gotta think about this book was wrote what jay 90 97 97? Mm -hmm. so you gotta think about this was this was a long time ago um and the message he's saying the message he's getting at is still true the message he's saying with uh have a broker is basically look these this person is is specializing in what they do you know what i'm saying and so you want to um you want to align yourself with people who uh really know what they do can help you make more money and save you money and losses that you would have accrued by possibly making mistakes they could have helped you um from right so he mm-hmm. talks about uh he says you know i got an expensive seeing attorney. what you can't see seeing what you can't see yeah. so he said i got mm-hmm. an expensive attorney i got expensive accountants i got expensive real estate brokers and stock brokers and he's saying he paid mm-hmm. him so they can see what he can't see right that yep. principle is still true and it will be forever. Forever. The mm-hmm. way you go about it though has been updated, right? right. So when you're mm-hmm. just getting started, you don't necessarily need a broker. You can utilize books, you can utilize online courses, you can utilize um yeah, that's way uh, cheaper than that broker. Way though. cheaper <laughs> than that broker. You can utilize a community like if uh, the the SBA, the Small Business Association. Um they have a lot of resources. Uh what's the other one? Uh, the Black uh Chamber of Commerce? Tra- yeah, Chamber Black of Commerce. Chamber. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know um I I know it's uh in Houston they got the for uh innovators. You know what I'm saying? They have a yeah, invention mm-hmm. and innovator you know so it's a whole bunch of like specialized groups all kind of stuff in any any industry you're looking at it yeah pretty much they, got a, uh, an association with it yeah so starting out you can go do all of that stuff and then when it come time to put the bag up you know what i'm saying then that's when you start looking into those specialties of like okay before i go put out all this money let me go talk to you know what i'm saying some people that did this before Paid them a little mm-hmm. bit, you know what I mean, I, I, bro. I used to think coaches was crazy when I used to hear people have like um, coaches, like um, you know, mm-hmm. you hear it in sports, but then you would hear like um, like people would have like uh, public speaking coaches. They would have like entrepreneur coaches. They would have like all of these coaches, and I was like, ah, it kind of sound like I don't know, boys just trying to hit a lick. I don't know, um, but I believe in it now, dog. Like I believe in whatever you're trying to do. Having someone that's done it before you and done it well, paying them for their time is valuable. Mm-hmm. That's my take on it. Uh, Robert has Rich Dad Advisors. Just mm-hmm. in case you... Uh, now, them boys cost. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's worth it. I'm actually... I was supposed to get one a long time ago. Like, I signed up or whatever, but I ain't never link up with them. But it's definitely something that uh, I want to get into. Yeah. Um, um, but as far as brokers, bro, you got to define. I think it's bigger than just brokers. I think you need to pay people that are more specialized in something that you're trying to get done. One hundred percent. For two reasons. Number one, the number one reason why you should um, pay them is because they're gonna save you time. Uh-huh. See, time is more value when you get it. When you get a little bread, you are gonna realize that time is more important than money. 
waiting. Then you ain't gonna want to give up your time. You know, word to the God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He tell you. He told me. Tell you. You know what I'm saying? You trading time for uh for money or whatever. You know yeah. what I'm saying? If you if you got money, you don't got time. If you got time, you ain't got, you got money. money. Yeah. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. When you, get, I'm serious. Like my like my yard man. I'm never gonna cut my grass at my house. Why? <laughs> right, right. Because number one, he cut it better than me. Yeah. And number two, I'm paying for his time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? O O P T. Other people's time. Mm -hmm. You see what I'm saying? Because he's more specialized in it, he can do it way better than me, and he can do it more efficient than me at a faster time. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I'm paying for that time. And your brokers, they see things which you don't see. Because remember, Robert said you should be a generalist. You know, you should know a, a, a little bit about a lot of different subjects, right? Right. So you're paying them to be more specialized in that particular thing you need. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So they're more of an expert in that particular field. And like Robert says, if you pick the right one, they should save you time and money. Exactly. You know, that I have not met a good broker that wasn't worth the money. Right. Like oh, even even me. So people pay me more than my asking fee than my uh asking price for my services. Right. I, it happens all the time cuz I give them so much value. For, for what they're paying they, they, Man I'm seeing you more And I, I'll tell them I oh, mean This will be A hundred dollars They'll send me two hundred It has happened It happens yeah. every year to me Like um, Because Oh man no man, You way worth it Like you're worth Like you know You see what I'm saying mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be A broker in stock Or a broker in real estate Whatever that service is You could be the broker That's providing The great service Right Right And you'll right. get And you'll be well worth it To some people It's gonna be some people That's gonna wanna hold you dearly I ain't never letting them person, I ain't never <laughs> right, letting That person right. go man right. it, They too good It's the same thing When you running your operation Find people that's way too good For you to let them go And pay them well That's good that's good. That's powerful. Um, so the next one he said, number seven, I, I'm a, directly from <laughs> from the book. He says, I'm reading this directly. He says, be an Indian giver. The power of getting something for nothing. So I, I, the terminology is wrong. The Indian giver, you know, we should say that when we was little and I was ignorant. So that terminology of the Indian giver, if you never heard of it, it's the old school um, where... The, they said this had to be created by I imagine this was created by a white person but the concept was <laughs> the uh, Europeans came over to the new you know to the new land new world uh, and basically the Native Americans the Indians didn't believe that you could own the land that wasn't a belief so the, the Europeans told the Indians hey we'll give y'all this for the land you know in the, in the in the little fable they say beads or whatever i don't know they give them something for yeah, whatever the currency was at the time yeah whatever the currency was they give them this for the land <clears throat> and the indians were like they crazy sure we'll take all of that stuff to own the land right because that's not possible you can't own land and then they agreed to give them the land and um then afterwards when they started to you know uh, cut down trees and do all you know start the business like, whoa 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 you can't do all this oh, you gave us the land he's like nobody can own the land well fine if y'all gonna do all that the indians say we want our land back and then uh the europeans were like no right i believed this story when i was a kid 
and I don't know how many of the listeners have ever heard this story. <laughs> and then you get the term Indian giver. I heard, the, I heard this you story. You heard, yeah. You know, when you literally, mm-hmm. oh, you're Indian giver. You gave somebody something, and now you want it back. The story is complete malarkey. I can't tell you last time I used that word. <laughs> I felt like it was fitting. You know what I'm saying? Malarkey is garbage. It's trash. It's not true. Oh, it's complete. It's like Santa Claus. You know what I'm saying? Like, matter of fact, Santa Claus is even more reputable than that story. But I digress, Jay. So I just wanted to make it real clear my stance against the Indian giver. But as with Robert, a lot of times the foundation of what he's trying to say is solid. You know what I'm saying? And 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 the foundation of what he's saying is basically finesse. You know what I'm saying? That's basically what he's saying. Being able to finesse, <laughs> be a be a legal finesser. You know what I mean? To where you can put some money in, you know, had with a plan on. Okay, I'm gonna put this money up and have this money make some money, and then once this money start making, then I want my money back. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. that's uh, that's something Jake could probably tell you better than me. Um, I when I say Indian giver, you, you say Indian giver, I say ROI. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Either return of investment. Or return on investment. That's good. You know what I'm saying? See, if we're doing stocks, then how I do my, one of my strategies, I got different strategies for stocks, but one of my strategies is Indian giving, Hmm. per se. Y'all get get y'all P&I, get y'all notes app up. Yeah, one one of my strategies is Indian giving. Um, Or sometimes I call it playing with the house money. Hmm. Because... If I buy a stock and it appreciates, it goes up in value, I'll snatch out my initial investment and the rest is house money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I got this formula. I actually, before I got in the, before I was in the stock market, I, I mastered this at the roulette table in Vegas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, yeah. So what I do is, when I used to go to Vegas... On that first roll, I'm going to bet on black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, Wesley Snipes told me on Passage of 57, <laughs> I always bet on black. You know what I'm saying? So that first one, I might put up $20, $100, whatever, black, right? And I hit on the first one. I'm going to pull out my $100. And the rest of the time I'm in Vegas on that table, I'm playing with the house money. Mm-hmm. And make smaller incremental bets on with mm-hmm. the house money. Go but my go. original money, I mean, how much you pocket. went to Vegas with? $100. How much you came home with? $100. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, or more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that way it yeah. guarantees you don't lose. Yeah, but yeah. I do the same thing with stocks now. I'll buy a stock that, you know, first of all, I research. It got a great chance of appreciating going up in value. I put in X amount of dollars to run the number of shares up. Hey, tell now, them, this is not going to work on. Tell them something that you can do to research. Um, something simple. Okay, you can say something. Yeah, because I already. That's why uh, I was like, something. Go back a little bit. You know, what I'm saying the way you first started. If you're simple. if you're on if you're on Robinhood, you can uh, when you when you do a search on Robinhood, you can read uh, bear say this, bull say this, mm. and uh, it'll say like the good points is uh, the or the bulls because the bulls is when the market is going up. Mm. So the bulls say this about this stock. The mm. people that think it's going that they got a good chance of going up say this. The bears say this. 
So on some stocks on Robinhood, they have bulls say this, bears say this, okay. right? So um, just read that particular segment on Robinhood and, and think about what they're saying and what side do you agree with more? What side do you see that's a, happening? That's a good, simple beginning tactic. That's solid. Yeah, it's that's a good, good, simple good simple beginning. Now, if you go from there, then you could... That's a good starting point. And after that, you can go jump on your computer and just do more research independently of that company. That's good. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that's a good starting point. Yeah. But uh, I, let me. I'm gonna give you some simple numbers. Um, let's say you spend a hundred dollars, right? Mm-hmm. And let's say you buy a ten dollar stock, right? And just for numbers' sake. I got 10 shares of company X, mm-hmm. right? I spend $100. I got they $10 a piece. So I got 10 shares, right? Stock X jumps to 15 or let's stock X jumps to $20 a share, mm-hmm. right? Doing well. That boy 2X, it doubled up, mm-hmm. right? What Jay is going to do, Jay is not going to cash out $200. Mhm. Jay is going to sell five shares at $20. Mm-hmm. 20 times five is 100. I get that $100 that I put in back. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's being a, that's my philosophy of being an Indian giver. Yeah, yeah. I got back my initial capital that I gained back, and now what's in my Robinhood account is house money. Exactly. So you ain't got to worry about it. You can go to sleep without losing your money. No. <laughs> or you can do like Jay do and take that hundred and go buy a company. Why? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And do the yeah, same thing and, 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 and recycle the bread. I think it's good. I think being an Indian giver is good for our community because we're playing with less capital than other communities. Right. So... We need to know when we're gonna get our money back, and uh, how can we pull out our initial investment and still have some equity in that particular asset. That's good. That's so good. That, it's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, the story of how it came. The story. About, the tr- name is definitely right. Horror. Right. Right. But, right. Uh, <laughs> right. The principle. Um, but you want to know. You want to know how fast you can get your money back. It's an. It's an. It's an intelligent investor question right 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 you see what i'm saying and and we talked about this early on in the podcast but just good to throw it in right now before we go on to number eight which is a big one is the reason why we talk about investing the reason why we talking about um it's more than one way that your money makes money so you know talking about trying to invest it and then pull them in there because jay got a hundred dollars in his pocket best case scenario if he don't invest he puts it in a savings account right so then 10 years from now that hundred dollars will be a hundred dollars or excuse me a hundred and one dollars one oh three a hundred and three dollars because savings accounts yield uh basically no real interest it's like pennies and it's whatever but if jay so now now not only is 10 years from now a hundred dollars it's say 103 on the um on his statement but that hundred dollars because of inflation is really don't got the same spending power as it did back then meaning that that hundred dollars you know really was like you know it really may be ninety dollars you know what I'm saying? Uh, you know what I'm saying? It, you being generous. I'm being yeah, because really, is it two percent inflation? Ten years. You being ten generous. years. So un, so eighty dollars <laughs> really, because it's an average about two percent inflation every year. Ten years. Uh, yeah. So minus that. So eighty dollars. So by eighty. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. 
So your hundred, your hundred then turned into eighty dollars. Really, that's really what it's worth. And buying power. And buying power. You still have a hundred dollars face value, but buying power is only gonna get you what. Uh, about eighty dollars worth of stuff, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. It's the like buying power has decreased. It's like if your grandpa had a thousand dollars to do something with, you know what I'm saying? In 1970, he had a thousand dollars in 1970 to do something, and he was just like, "I'm gonna just save this for my grandson." He would give mm-hmm. you a thousand dollars, right? And that thousand dollars would be a thousand dollars today. But if your granddad had invested that thousand dollars. In just a basic company that would allow it to grow at more than two or three percent, right? He would, in essence, give you the same amount of money today as it would have been back then. You see what I'm saying? So the time is is what's killing you, right? So that's why we keep talking about investing, investing, investing. Because if you can use that to your advantage, yeah. Because your granddad like, put thousand dollars in Coca Cola. You know what I'm saying? You know, back then, uh, don't make me mad. Red <laughs> <laughs> got red me hot about my papa, man. You know, but we so we we gonna be somebody grandparents. I don't want our grandkids. Yeah, he trying try to leave me a Delta eighty eight. I don't want no Delta eighty eight, man. I want no Oldsmobile ninety eight, man. What <laughs> the stock options at, papa? Oh man, yeah, man. Um, you can use that because you know. In finance class, I, that's when I really, really learned like the time value of money. Yeah, they actually have value. formulas for this, King. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have formulas. You could probably look it up. You like, can. You can look. And, it's it's a always better. That's why it's always better to invest now mm-hmm. than to wait. Because mm-hmm. some of y'all thinking that I'm gonna just wait to save up. No, 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 Mm-mm. no. no. Invest now, right now, right, right now. now, right because now. Because your money episode. is gonna be worth. <laughs> your your money is gonna be worth less. In the future, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, there are company, there are people like once you get so sophisticated and you can learn how to borrow money to invest in uh, OPM, other people's money. Once you learn that, you'll realize that you're always going to win because you're paying the money back with cheaper dollars. Mm. That's what they'll say. Mm. So invest now with the person's money that they give you now because when you're paying them back that buying power that money that you're paying them back gonna have less buying power mm. so you're you're investing with stronger dollars today and you're repaying with cheaper dollars right right you see and what, what i'm saying <clears throat> what we say for clarification just you can look at all of it but the interest i always saying is every year on average inflation is basically the price how much stuff costs right so if some costs a hundred dollars this year next year that might be that that same thing um, may cost um a hundred and two dollars. One fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One fifteen. You being generous. <laughs> Dude, t- oh, you good. <laughs> <laughs> so one fifteen, right? So then it's gonna keep costing more each year. So five years from now, something that was a hundred dollars would cost you significantly more. So if your hundred dollars is not growing in interest at, at the same or more, then Stuff costs more, but your money is now worth less. You know what I'm saying? Hence the term worthless. You know what I mean? So, right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, that's why we just harping on that. But we didn't beat that enough. We can go on. Number eight, <laughs> Jay, you might want to do the honest. Number eight says, Ooh, <laughs> use assets to buy luxuries. The power of and focus. Like I told y'all in the 
like I told you in a previous podcast, when uh, when I was catching a bus, I was, my slab broke down, you know, <laughs> and uh, I was trying to get me a new vehicle. And I read this. I actually read this part. I was waiting to get to this part. This is the this is the reason why I started my tax office because um, Robert said always buy an asset before you buy a liability and use the lie use the asset to pay for the liability. Mm. So when I started my tax office, I no longer have to actively save money for my uh, car. Mm-hmm. My asset, the tax office is gonna pay for the for car. The car. Exactly. So it's not Jay. It's not Jay working, you know, at a job saving up. Woo woo woo. Theoretically speaking, my my clients paid for my car mm. because it's their revenue that came in right through the asset. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. If you if you got dividend stocks and and you um buy x amount of shares and they start paying you dividend it's coca-cola that's gonna buy your next liability exactly it's uh microsoft that's gonna buy your next bill so because remember what we said about the interest right if i get coca-cola fifty dollars for a share you know what i'm saying if i get coca-cola fifty dollars for a share and then a stock price goes up my 50 turns into five not the interest the the stock increase the the 50 turns into five plus the dividends Coca-Cola pays a dividend, which is basically they make money, and so they bust some of that they bust some of that money down with the shareholders, right? So they give you yeah. a dividend, and if their stock price go up, which historically it does, um, now they are taking that money. You can take that money and pay for it. Go ahead. No, I'm gonna say exactly what you said. So um, I stopped buying J's, right? Mm-hmm. Number one, I had. All of them, <laughs> yeah. No, this is this is my new formula. You know, they say, like you said earlier, you find a new formula, right? Mm-hmm. I got a new formula, bro. You want to hear? I here would. you go. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what I'm doing, Nike pays quarterly dividends. Okay. So what I'm doing now is buying Nike stock, mm. and my goal is over time I'll run up the number of shares. Mm. So when the shares go up. The amount that you get paid in dividend goes up. Mm. So now my goal now is to get Nike to pay for their the own shoes. shoes for me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, for oh, real. Right. That's what I'm trying now, to do. Like, I'm a now that's a run flex. up the shares, and because my shoe I wear size 14 grown man shoes. So yeah, yeah. them J's 220. Mm. So all I, I need do to do is all I need to do is run up my Nike shares. To where every quarter they sending me two twenty. Right. When I get to that point, they gonna give me a free pair of shoes every every quarter. Hard. Cause I'm gonna turn right. around and spend they right. they money on they shoes. All right. and, you know what I'm saying? And all you have to do is if you go to uh, if you know we talking about these stocks and the assets and stuff, uh, just go online. You go to dividend.com. Yeah. Dividend.com. Type in the symbol, or you can just search Nike or whatever. They'll tell you. Uh, they'll give you a history of how much they've been paying. Per dividend, so you just take that forty cent or sixty cent, or whatever, and multiply it times however many shares you got. Yeah, that'll tell you how much they're gonna pay you. Pay before. attention to how often they pay it. Pay attention to the history of the company. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You want a good company because it don't matter if you, they paying you. Do your recon. Yeah, they gain paying you a high, high, high dividend, but it's a trash company and they gonna be gone. You That's know bait. I mean? Yeah, don't do that. You want a solid. That's company. bait. Yeah. If it's too high, if I'm gonna give you some free game, I should charge you. For this. <laughs> what, what I learned is if the if the dividend yield, it, it'll say it on there. You only gotta guess what dividend yield is. It'll say it on there. If the dividend yield is above five percent, 
I wouldn't do it because companies that are in trouble raises their dividend mm. to attract investors. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, they they in trouble. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See, Coca Cola dividend yield ain't never been that high. Mm-hmm. It, why? Because they don't have to be. They not in trouble. Mm-hmm. So sometimes when companies are in trouble, they'll bait you in. Yeah, I know y'all looking for this dividend. Yeah, yeah, y'all looking yeah. for this dividend. So, so I'm gonna raise up money. my yield, my yield, my dividend yield, stupid high. You pay, you gambling, bro. I'm yeah. telling you, you playing hot potato with your money because you because... really want your company. You want a company you invest in to make money, and when they make money, you want them to take a significant portion of that and put it back into the company. So Correct. y'all paying me all this money for the what? What's going back into the company, bro? Do y'all not have any. Y'all not have any future plans for growth. Yeah, like yo, what's going down, baby? Yeah, yeah. yeah. See, when you look at when you look at a Coca Cola, they stay so established yeah you know what i'm saying when they um they they still grow because they still come out with new products they just came out the energy drink or whatever um but um they make billions upon billions upon billions not all of that is gonna go on a new soda or a new this or a new that so they'll give some of the earnings the return uh they have their retained earnings to keep the company going but some of the money outside of that, yeah, they distribute it back to the shareholders. Right. Um, but if a company, like I was telling you at first, if a company run up that dividend yield, they paying st- stupid high dividends, it could be a sign that they're in trouble. Right. Because they trying to they trying to raise money and they're gonna raise money by getting you to invest in the company and hold on looking for the dividend. It might be bait. You might not never get that dividend because they can cancel the dividend whenever they feel That's like. That's all I'm about to say. They don't have to. They don't have time. to pay that dividend. Yeah. They can say, "Oh, we in trouble, so we're not. Uh, we're not gonna pay a dividend this quarter." Right. 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 And right. Yeah. That's so good. you got to look at it. Another hit, and then we can go on. Go back when you're doing your research on these dividend companies. Look who was still paying in 08. Yeah, Ooh, look who that's was still paying right there. And, yeah, look who was still paying when you when you know it was fine. It was hard mm-hmm. financial times for the whole Even country. Then and then look at now too. Look at the beginning. And look who's still paying during the coronavirus. Cause mm-hmm. uh, Coca Cola just paid me the other day. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Look who yeah. look who's still Shit. paying because that's who that's could be a a, de- a pretty decent sign. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Bro. That's who's stable. That's good. They that's good. Pay me for that. That's Send good. me a check. Cash out your boy. Something. <laughs> that's free game right there, baby. <laughs> so yeah, so that's what you want to do. I can't we can't explain that no better. Jay tell you that's how you take your assets and have them pay uh, uh pay for the liabilities and expenses. You know what I'm saying? Cause Let it me ain't one more thing and then No, I was just saying cuz it ain't thing. like you ain't just you ain't like you ain't gonna want to never buy nothing fresh, never had nothing. That ain't the thing. You know what I'm saying? It's sweeter when you get other people to pay for exactly. it. Exactly. Jay want his Porsche. I want my <laughs> Tesla. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I want my so help me God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So when they when they Tesla become fully autonomous, I'ma had a, a robo Uber. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Make it runs yeah. for me. Big you know fan. what I'm saying? Yeah, hopefully, you know, I'll use my business account to uh, pay for me a couple of Teslas yeah. on a corporate account. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Write yeah, that off. Straight like that. Um, man, Robert, ooh, Robert, ooh, man. On number eight, he gave an example. He said, mm, if I get mm, 100 mm, people, 10,000 uh-huh. for a year, uh-huh. he said, at the start of the year, I'm giving 100 people 10,000. Okay. Right? He said, by the end of the year, this probably how it going to look. 
boy say, out of that hundred, eighty of them gonna have nothing left. Facts. And it and that's a good thing if they have nothing left because some of them are gonna be worse off because they use that ten k to create debt. Mm. They went and got some things that they couldn't really afford. Mm. And they went in debt using that some of that 10K to go in debt to put it as a down payment on some more debt. Facts. So Facts. 80% of them got there. They gone. Mm. Uh, with you giving them 10K, they're going to be worse off. Mm. All right. Then 16 of them going to increase the money, but they only going to increase it 5 to 10%. Mm. Right. Mm-hmm. So 10% of a thousand, 10% of 10,000 is only. Uh, one thousand. Mm-hmm. So five to ten percent is you got ten k. You only can add five hundred to a thousand to it. I'm gonna be honest. That's nothing. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that, that ain't really nothing. Like, you could park it in the CD and almost get that. Yeah, and not not actually do nothing. Yeah, so the S and P. The um, like if you want to just put your money in like a what they call an index fund. I think the average yield on the S and P is like seven or eight. You know, like seven, yeah, eight, like mm-hmm. seven or eight. Uh, Historically, over time, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm thinking, like, so, bro, eighty percent nothing, or actually go in debt with ten thousand. You right. giving them ten thousand, right? Right. right, right. They have nothing, have nothing right. left, or go in debt. That's real. Then the other sixteen only going to create, only going to add five hundred to a thousand to it. Mm. It's nothing. In, uh, so that's ninety six percent. Of the people that you gave 10k to, either gonna do very little to add to it, or, or blow nothing. the whole bag, or come out worse. Or nothing, bro. And you know why? You know, so with that, it's like, whoa, where you get those numbers from? Da da da. I, I'm pretty sure he has his ways that he got it, but just off the muscle, you know why I believe those numbers? Because was it more than 70 percent of um our um. Uh, Value, you know what I'm saying, uh, or, or, or GDP or whatever, uh, consumer spending. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah, that's where we make most of them. The, the, where, where America make most of their money is off of people buying stuff. You know what I'm saying? Debt, debt is the number one sold product in America. Big facts. Big, big, debt. big, big. That's big why everybody, facts. everybody offering you cards. Mm-hmm. Debt. Think, think about what I'm saying. Debt is the most slanged product. Yeah. In America, yeah, they, we slang debt to more than we more than we slang the product that the debt was paid in for. Facts, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah, Macy's Macy's make more off the Macy's card than they do off the items in, in Macy's. Store. Like, are you hearing what I'm saying? Is <laughs> yeah. like I can't stress yeah, that enough, man. Real. So you got to um, be on guard. Got to be on guard. Got to be. Yeah, on only four percent are turn. Only four percent. Only four people out of a hundred will turn that ten to twenty or better. Right, 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 right. Man. Okay, that brings us to the next number nine. Number got nine. two left. Number nine and ten. Number nine. Choose your heroes. The power of mm. myth. Choose your heroes. The power of myth. Um. So. He goes in um, talking. He, he 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 talks about his early heroes when he was younger, uh, right? What? He talk about the the baseball, um, his baseball um, heroes, Yoko Uno, and yeah, yeah, Hank mm-hmm. Aaron, and, and stuff like that or whatever. Um, I'm sorry, Yoko, I'm tripping. That's well, a, uh, it was 
what is it? Yogi Berra. That was a Beatle, I think. Yeah. Yogi Berra. Yo- Yogi Uno was with the I Beatles, can't remember, I think. Yeah, I, don't, I, can't, I remember that <laughs> yeah. name, but I can't remember who it is. Yeah. Um, Yogi Berra is the baseball player. I'm tripping. Right, 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 right. Yeah, so he talked about his baseball players, you know, because he was a kid and mm-hmm. he liked baseball. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Um, but then, you know, we say, uh, once I, uh, when I was a child, I thought as a child, but, you know, uh, now that I'm a man, I think as a man. So he's saying once he got older, then his heroes changed. You know, who he was viewing and what he was looking at and different stuff like that changed. So he's just basically saying, you know, your models. You know what I mean? Like, pay attention to mm-hmm. who you're trying to model yourself after, you know? And so um, when we took, take, talk about that in a practical sense, right? In a practical sense, um, look at that. So um, me coming from the music industry, you know, a lot of these, a lot of people, a lot of, especially from where we from, they want to be like these rappers, you know what I'm saying? They want to be like the, <laughs> be like the hey, rappers. Hey, 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 hey. I'm trying to ice my wrist, my neck, my ear. Ah! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I remember uh I remember Cash Money, BG and, and, and Wayne and all Ooh, them being on man. MTV. And he was like, I got a hundred on my wrist, I got about fifty in my yeah. ear, I got you know Bling. what I'm saying? He's like, I got he's like he's like, Yeah, I got a I got a uh I got a mansion on me right now. I'm walking around with a mansion on me right now. You know? Say eighteen, I'm living <laughs> young and show that Bentley. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So that's a lot of models. You know, that's that's a lot of that's a lot of the um where our culture, you know, we model things like, you know, we wanna shine. Me too. That's how I came up. You know what I'm saying? Um Let me I'm gonna get on our culture real quick. Cause, <laughs> bro, we are horrible mm-hmm. at putting the the putting the 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 right person in the spotlight. Mm. That's real. I don't have nothing against the rappers. I actually I mean, love either, rap. Either, you know what I'm saying? But if okay, so if you don't know, there's only six billionaires uh, in America that are black. Hmm. There, I think last time I checked, there was like six. Um, I think that's t- that's t- yeah. Go ahead, go ahead. That are in America, in America, in America. Like, yeah, for sure. No, no. There's 650. I think there's 600 and something total. And uh, I forgot how many are black, but I know it, it ain't a, that it's many. It's a handful. Yeah, can, I don't know either. But I it's know enough. It's, only a it's a, look, I, my my point was this: it's enough for you to know all their names. Right, 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 right. But right. ask yourself, besides the ones that's in the entertainment, but Hove just got them. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? You might know Oprah. Yeah, but uh, but. These are I ain't shooting no slug against them. They were way richer than us, but these right. are the baby billionaires. Right, right. Yeah. I'm talking yeah. about the I'm talking about Bob Johnson. Yeah. Um, from BET. I'm talking about the people that like could uh what's old boy that paid for uh everybody tuition at their graduation? He paid for everybody's uh student loan. He paid out all their student loan. Um he was a billionaire. Um there's there's not enough spotlight on those guys that are not in sports and entertainment. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That that's why I think our culture our culture is failing. Like every one of them people should have a documentary, bro. Yeah. Like Facts. every one of them. Even if even if it's unauthorized. Yeah. Even if you even if they don't give you access to their life. Yeah. So every so, somebody should be studying them. Like, okay, well at least I can piece together 
uh, some information on their companies and how they did it because they in Forbes, right? They in is then, but so you gotta you can you could probably uh, backtrack and try to put together a little quick. It might be 20, 30 minutes, a little documentary on each one. Each one of them need one, dog. Right, I agree. And not just, you know what I'm saying? And I love Hove, but Hove shouldn't be the only person we focusing on. Right, right. Um, As opposed to just success stories in our community and, and this and that. Like, I think we're doing a horrible job of not spotlighting the other black billionaire you I, see what i'm saying i agree i agree as far as heroes and while you was talking i pulled and, up the list of the present the present um black billionaires and you was you was pretty much right in, in america one two three four five six bro you was absolutely right six it was six it right was six. i know i wasn't tripping yep, it was <laughs> six. I was like, you got jay-z you got kanye west you got michael jordan you got oprah and then the other two are david stewart he created a technology company and Robert Smith uh investment firm. I think Robert Smith is the one who did the um the paying it back. The one thing. who paid for the yeah. yeah, and that's that's current. This is current. Bob uh Johnson from BET, he was the first one. Um in two thousand one. Yeah. It has him as the first one back in two thousand one. Right. But you know how that fluctuates and different stuff like that. So current Yeah, it does it goes up and down. So the list change but but, but yeah, why we don't on. know why we don't know uh Robert Smith. Yeah. Yeah. Why why we don't and that's just in America. Um Africa got billionaires. Yeah, Nigeria. Uh, Europe, like two of them on there. They got black Nigeria. they got black billionaires. Yeah. Um why we not studying them? Yeah. That's real. This is the information age, bro. You can find out. But you know what I think? I think man, I think that when you when you take it from the origin of, you know, us jumping off the porch, that's so far-fetched. Like me being a billionaire is so far-fetched for me going to Johnny Dang and putting uh, uh, diamonds, you know what I'm saying, across this bottom grill, getting me a Buick. Kyle, Paul Wall, I'm selling everybody grills. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> getting me a Buick and putting some pokers on it, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, bust it down on this watch, get this Rolex, drill it, you know what I'm saying, that's going to take the value down on it, but put these diamonds in it, mm. you know what I'm saying. That's more feasible because i went to school with that boy i you know what i'm saying he you know what i'm saying i used mm-hmm. to date his sister you know what i mean Listen, and, and that's more feasible is is how we look at it and so the other stuff can kind of be seen as unattainable unobtainable and not to get on the whole wave of it but you gotta think they gonna you know the 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 media you know what i mean and the the powers that be you feel me they gonna push a certain you know type of type of thing to the culture as well so they're gonna encourage and promote and push a certain type of level of what you should be accomplishing so that's why it's uh, uh incumbent you know upon us <laughs> you feel me to to be the ones that that's pushing the culture in a way that we think it should go because you're 100 right the outside entity <clears throat> Is not gonna ever do it. Um, Stack Five, uh, Stephen Jackson on Instagram. You know he used to uh, uh, play basketball. Uh, uh, you know NBA back in the day, and he put some stats up about like the percentage of black athletes versus the percentage of um, black sports reporters. You know what I'm saying? And so mm-hmm. like you know you had the you had minority in especially. NFL NBA it's minority whites mm-hmm. you know the white people are minority 
but the, in in the media they're majority 80 90 percent so they're the ones telling the stories and angling it and people watching oh okay that's what's up you feel me so i think you 100 percent percent spot mm-hmm. on that's how black quarterbacks end up black quarterbacks end up looking bad all the time mm-hmm. that's a whole my that's a whole other podcast that, but, uh, huh <laughs> yeah we, we're gonna get to that when we when we do uh the new jim, the new crow. jim crow the new jim Coming crow soon. yeah 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 um i think that this is something I used to tell my students um, when Marsha, when Marshawn Lynch was in the league when he was popping everybody went man I'm gonna be like beast mode Miss John I'm gonna be like beast mode um, I said okay cool I'll let you be beast mode I'll be Paul Allen hmm. right hmm. Uh, and they was like who was Paul Allen I made them look it up mm-hmm. Paul Allen part owner of Microsoft owned Seattle Seahawks. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They tell me about uh, DeAndre Hopkins. They tell I'm just like, okay, um, the owner, uh, I want to be the owner of Texas. Mm-hmm. I think it was mm-hmm. McNair, Bob McNair, yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Anybody who you give it to, I'm finna oh, boss up on you. Yeah. yeah. Because I need you to, I need you to raise your level of thinking. Facts. Facts. See. It's nothing if wrong chances, with being beast mode or Hopkins as a step. You feel me? As a right, step, that's right. fine. But that's your goal. That's the end of it. You just want to play. That's the end of it. I can't stand behind it because it's too many broke NFL and NBA players. You know what I'm saying? After their career stops see, to, for me to stand behind it. I would make her. And this might sound crazy. I will make a, a thing that, as from where we're from, you have a better chance of um, owning a team. It might not be an NFL team. Mm-hmm. It might be. Uh, it might be in a big three team. I don't. Mm-hmm. You have a better chance Arena of owning a team than you have of actually playing for a professional team. Mm-hmm. See, what I'm saying is. In our community, we have a better chance of acquiring ownership than we have of becoming celebrity. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, of yeah. becoming, you can set a blueprint, the, the, and work towards that goal. Versus, I can't get hurt. I can't. This can't happen. It got to go right for me. I got to play chance. the politics. I understand that. That makes perfect sense. Even LeBron, them be saying that we don't need no more. That we don't need another LeBron. Yeah. We need more doctors. Yeah. We need more accountants. Yeah. We need yeah. more this. Yeah. We need more that. Um. Be, and I don't blame I don't blame my students. I said it, it's um, our fault for not exposing you to more. Right, right. Because you you get exposed to that every time you watch the game. You see LeBron. Every time you see commercials, you see this, you see that. So well, we just, if we don't add more stuff to that, if we don't add more things, well, let me show you about this person. Let me show you about that person. Yeah. If we don't do it, then I don't blame you for the only one to be that. What you say Go before ahead. we got on the podcast? Remember you said you didn't find out about a certain school until you was. I didn't find out about Harvard. Like I got, a, I got a shirt. That, you know, to say Harvard or whatever. Um, I think I wore it in episode one or two. Yeah, it was one of the. Early um, ones. I didn't find out about Harvard until I got to college, and, and when you go to business school, they use Harvard Business Review as. The, you know, you could pull your resources from there. You want you pull articles if you want to write your papers on all that. So, and Harvard Business View, Harvard Business School has a line of books. 
called the Harvard Business Review. And I, I'm like, why I didn't find out about this while I was hustling? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, is this? I, I wasn't exposed to her. I don't know where. Um, I didn't know where Harvard was. Had never even heard of the school. Y- Yale was. Stanford was. Cornell. Uh, all these good business school. I didn't, you know. Exposures, everything. You coming out of the you train. You see what I'm saying? Exposures, everything. That's all I know. I saw TSU. <laughs> if you from my side of the hood. <laughs> yeah. And I saw U of H. If you from, if you from the, the white side. side of Sky Street. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man. If you over there by the stadium, you you doing good over there. But if you from the trap, you you on the TSU side. Yeah, hops, yeah, hops skipping a jump away from the bricks. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? That that's what we saw. It's about exposure. So exposure. when you study these heroes, go deep into these heroes. Learn yeah. as much as you can because it's going to expose you to more. The more you learn about them and their stories, the more it's going to expose you to and start researching the things about them that you don't know. Yeah. Like I don't know what uh, one thing I learned about Jay from Jay-Z was equity mm. investing. Investing for equity. Mm. Giving up cash to get ownership and equity. Yeah. Yeah. He that's where I got that formula from. Like uh, he wouldn't take cash back. Oh, I, and you know, Fifty Cent did the same thing with vitamin water. Mm, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Give me an equity stake. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Give me equity in it. Give me stock in it. Grow. Like that's what I was learning from. That's gonna grow. So when you're looking at these people, you know what I'm saying? Look at them for that particular thing. Like what you can learn from that's gonna grow you. Right. And yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. No, that's perfect. And that's yeah. Exactly what Jay said. You know, we're not. It's not about getting on it's like if i you know it's not about getting on the rappers or getting on this getting on that it's just saying this can't be it this can't be all you know what i'm saying i there's, stand there's on more it more than that it's got to be more because with it. them it's not it yeah with them that's not it that's not the only thing they do exactly exactly you know what i'm saying you can't look at you can't look at a yo Gotti video and see the diamonds and the girls and the cars and whatever and be like boom that's my goal because that's just a slice of what yo Gotti doing he also got. I told you I knew Yo Gotti. I knew Yo Gotti from real estate before I even knew he was a rapper. See what I'm saying. I seen him in Forbes. See what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying. Before I even heard of his music. See what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying. You know, hey, you know one of these, uh, one of the new rappers too that I mess with, and if you listen to his music, he really be trying to put put boys up on game. Is a uh, Lil Baby, um, not the baby, but yeah. Lil Baby. Uh, in his yeah. music, he be talking about like you know what I'm saying. Uh, you know, I, I'm charging two hundred thousand for a show now. I'm stacking up these M's. You know what I'm saying? Um, um, uh, but you got to keep up the catch up. So I'm just gonna rent this Benz. Or you know what I'm saying? He'll say something mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. To where he like, yeah, you see me in this. You know what I mean? But I ain't gonna pay this for it. You know, all the time. You know, he talk about his jewelry. Or he he very open with saying like, say nah, man, I'm putting my money up and I'm only spending just enough. You know what I mean? For marketing and advertising, you know what I'm saying? Of the right. brand, the little baby in essence, you know? So anyway, so yeah, it's just understanding the big picture. Jay-Z, the one that uh, got me into, he, he furthered my liking into taxes on reasonable doubt. He say, I'm taking, uh, I'm taking money down to Vegas in case Tyson have a night off. That's the tax write off. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I was like, hmm. Man, that's real. And then he said, I, I spend Japan yen to 10 major events. I'm like, 
mm. what's Japan yen? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, that's the, that's that's the currency. That's the currency. Yeah. Japan, like, this, this man got, di- you can get different currency. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you don't have to. <laughs> and then that's when I realized it's currency exchanges in Houston. In Houston. Like, most of the, most yep. of the banks have currency exchange like i can go i can go take a hundred dollars right now and go get currency from anywhere just to have yep yep it's currency so i'm like knowledge exposure information learning yeah yeah exposure man it's real exposure man um number 10 number 10 number 10 um Mm, mm, which mm. can really be the most important uh number 10 is teach and you shall receive the power of giving um we talked about it before, but it's 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 powerful. Um, uh, it's a saying that goes, "You don't know it until you can teach it." Um, mm-hmm. And and I believe it. If you can teach something, you 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 probably know it pretty well. And um, so in in this chapter, I saw Robert talking about. He's just saying basically that um, yeah, he you know he's a capitalist and getting money and all of that, but he's also like his you know poor dad, uh, an educator. A teacher, educator. Yeah, he enjoys. That's it. why. I, that's why I said uh, that I think this book is a combination of both of them together. Right. Right. Like right. the content came from Rich Dad, and the delivery came from Poor Dad. Right. 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 How he taught it. Yeah. And, and I say two things. Um, and you drop how you feeling, Jay? We can get out of here. Um, my two things about that is one. Um. I might have three things, but I'm gonna be real quick. One from the Bible, right? <laughs> uh, giving you shall, shall receive good measure, pressed down, shaken uh, together, running over. By the same measure that you give, it will be given on to you. Um, we get that from the Bible, and the Bible is in essence uh, saying, "Give all you got, not just not your money. It's not even talking about your money. Um, it's saying you and everything that comes with you, which is your money." Which is your time, which is your love, which is your patience, which is your all that. Give as much as you got. And when they say press down, shaking together, it's uh, in relation to like if you went to uh, uh, back in the day. It's the Bible now. So you went to a market. Hey, here go $10. Fill me up with some weed or some grain or whatever. They fill it up, but it may be fluff. You know what I'm saying? If it was syrup, it'd be K-Ro. If it was dope, it'd be baking soda. You know what I'm saying? But it's not, it's not, you know what I'm saying? It ain't my, my, you ain't getting my money's worth. Lactose. Yeah, you That's feel me? Lactose. It ain't getting my money's worth. So press it down, shake it up, bust it down. You know what I mean? Once I, then I look at the basket. Oh man, it's only halfway. You know what I'm saying? Post some more in there. The Bible is saying to give of yourself in this way where you don't appear that you've given it all, but you have given it all right by you doing that. The same will be given back to you. And in a spiritual sense, um, as you connect through connect to God, it makes sense. But in a practical sense, um, it makes sense as well. Right. Um, And I say that because. As you are giving and uh, with, with your time, with your knowledge, with your money, right? Uh, you in turn are learning, you are growing, and you are also building confidence um, within yourself. But probably more important than that is the generational effect of it. Me and Jay can run the bag up. You know what I'm saying? We can kill it. You know what I mean? Um, you know, we can we can we can be the best of it. But if it die with us, then you know, 
that's real small. You know what I mean? That's real small thing. You didn't make an impact. You didn't make an impact on Earth, and you were real self. You feel what I'm saying? And true, be and I end with you know with word to meet you when he's talking about BMF, and he was saying it ain't gonna never be another BMF because you ain't gonna never get this many brothers together and not fall out behind no money and no women. And why it's simple is so true because when you're not practicing and, and giving. You know what I'm saying? Greed can possibly, the bad greed can possibly sneak in. You feel what I'm saying? And when you don't have that understanding, that heart and that mindset of giving and that greed starts sneaking in, you may have, you may unconscious, unconsciously um, start to let that act out. You know what I mean? Which can be bad for business, bad for deals, and it can uh, give you a smaller vision, right? So that's why giving mm-hmm. opens up. Um, to uh, receiving a lot more. Oh, I got some some things to add on that. Number one, I'm a teacher. I love teaching. Teaching makes you smarter. Hmm. It really does. Because not only are not only through repetition does it make you smarter, but if it's something that you know and you a, a, a good teacher always brushes over what they know again before they actually present it again mm-hmm. so like i've been new fractions i've been new multiplication but you know i'll brush over it again right before i present it again and sometimes doing that brushing over depending on what you're looking at you'll see some stuff that you might have missed mm-hmm. or another point that you can uh elaborate on when you're teaching mm-hmm. And that elaboration will further ingrain it in your mind. Dope. So, like when I teach about insurance, when I te- life insurance, when I teach about whatever I'm talking about, the repetition helps it mm-hmm. be in my brain, and the elaboration of it to my student. Mm. That's good. Will um, further in- ingrain it in my mind, and also when I answer their question about it. Mm-hmm. It will lead to further conversation and further, uh, you know, further um, mental thoughts is being sparked towards that particular topic. Yeah. So teaching it has no choice but to make you smarter. That's good. So you, you, you're going to come out better. Um, so you're going to receive more knowledge through teaching. Powerful. Powerful. Well, man, that's the, the end of today's episode. Um, this was the top 10 uh, from... Uh, chapter 8 of Rich Dad Poor Dad Uh, and we're pretty much in this is in this is pretty much it uh, the only thing left in the book is is more like a, a section called more to do uh, and final thoughts uh, but for as the knowledge uh, and, and pretty much everything that Robert was trying to give in the book this was uh, the last chapter so if you got this far yo salute shout out to you you family we love you message us hit us up um you know what i'm saying yeah for real for real hit us up hit the show notes and and you can see all our contact information man um this book changed my life it changed jay life uh we encourage y'all to check it out and the principles uh are amazing jay right. you got anything um yeah um develop number one and number two um the rest will come you'll get the risk as a byproduct of number one and number two number one you have to know why you're doing this and once you know why and once you solid with that it's gonna help you do number two which is up um make choices daily to strive towards that purpose or that Amazing. reason why 
that's that's Amazing. the two main thoughts that I would have out of this chapter. Anything else is just fluff. Dope. Dope. All right, man. Well, we appreciate y'all checking the site. If you love the podcast, make sure you leave uh, five stars and a review. Write something. So make sure you subscribe. Make sure you follow us on social so you will know uh, about it. Um, other than that, man, I love y'all. Appreciate y'all rocking with us. I am Corey Paul. And I'm Jay with the NBA. And we are the Literacy Kings. Love. Love. Now, reading is fundamental. fundamental.